All right, guys, I know it's been a little bit since I've recorded. Um, been working on other things, but a few things I'm excited about right now. Uh, this is kind of geeky, but um, I've, I'm actually more excited about technology than I have been in a while. And I'll explain that because I've sort of talked about this with other friends. Uh, technology right now. So in my opinion, the last really big shift in the way you use technology happen with um, introduction of smartphones, you could say the launch of the iPhone, etc. Um, and s- uh, since then, I think that disruptive technology has slowed. We could get into like a whole academic definition because disruption as applied to business is an academic term. It was, it was, it has a very specific meaning, but um, I'll give you an example. It's what is the last? I asked this on Facebook, my Facebook wall. What's the last big new app that launched? And um, I said it was Snapchat. Um, and Snapchat actually launched, I believe, gosh, it's no later than 2012. Um, I think Tinder was 2011. So I'm pretty sure I'm right that basically Snapchat was the last big consumer app to launch. And if you think about it, um, Snapchat wasn't that innovative. So one thing I've pointed out is um, people make big deals about app stores. People make big deals about uh, new startups. But really, the number one things you do on your phone are the same things you were doing on your computer. So you use Facebook. Uh, people spend about an hour on Facebook per day. And I believe most of that usage is on phones. Um, you know, you use email. These are actually charts I've seen at the top uses. So it's social media, email, uh, messaging, and uh, photos, I think. So there's about four things that people do on phones. Those were all things that, that you were doing before or could do with other devices. Uh, it doesn't really differ. I mean, nine times out of 10 that I use my phone, I'm responding to a text message, which I'm doing on my old phone, a Facebook message, which I was doing on my computer. I'm using Facebook, I'm using YouTube, I'm using Gmail. That's basically what most of my time on my phone is spent. And that I can see in the data, that's the same for everyone. And I, I think there's there's a reason for this. Um, but that reason would be... Um, it's probably very complicated. The reason that I think this is occurring is we would sort of have to reinvent uh, computer, uh, human computer interfaces. So as long as we're using fingers and a screen, um, there's only so much we're going to be able to do. If we want to com- communicate to somebody digitally, we're going to have to type it. Uh, if we want to consume content, we're going to have to uh, you know, download videos. I think the next big leap in technology will be when AR and VR become, well, actually, I think it'll, I go back and forth. Today, I'm thinking AR. I was telling somebody today, Windows will finally be dead when AR glasses are good. And that assumes you won't just be using Windows. So let's just say desktops. But what I mean by that is if your smart glasses are good enough, you can just pop smart glasses on and replace your desktop computer because just have a desktop computer monitor floating in your vision that looks just like your Windows computer. And Microsoft is already doing this with HoloLens. Um, HoloLens is their 
AR development kit. It costs 3000 bucks. It's heavy. It's low resolution. The image is small, so it occupies like a 90 degrees of your vision. It's like not quite postage stamp, but it's like a square floating in front of your vision. Um, so, so it's not very compelling yet. But imagine that that's thinner, lighter, sharper, and that Windows desktop or whatever you like to use could just float in your vision. And then when you want to take a phone call or you want to walk around town, you can just have the, that interface kind of disappear and your phone interface, like a clock and new text notifications, that would appear floating in your vision, you know, if you wish. So in other words, these AR smart glasses could replace both. To make them really useful, we're going to need new computer machine interfaces or human interface technology. So we're going to need things to let you type with your eyes, uh, select characters with eye tracking, you know, open and close programs, click buttons with your eyes. This is called eye tracking. It's already working in Windows. There are people working on it. Or we could do something more advanced. MIT just showed off 